Oh, Roy, what do we got for the intro there? Uh, I, Kevin, I didn't write an intro. What's I, your name again? My, my name is Doug. I'm your dad. Uh, you're the writer here for the show. You do the intros. Let's hear uh, some jokes. Well, I, what kind of I'm jokes re- you got for me tonight? I'm not really, I, I'm not really writing your jokes. What, and what's your name again? My name is Doug. You know, I'm going to call you number two because okay. you're, you're one less than me. Oh, okay. Why, why did I hire you? Uh, well, you didn't hire me. You don't pay me. Oh, well, let's just get on with the show. Jolly good. Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Every week we talk about film. Sometimes films I like. There's a flip side to that coin. What if you do got me boxed in, and I got to put you down? And sometimes films I like. Films that inspire creativity. Give my creation Films that inspire hope. I'm going to see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum, and then I'm going to build things. Films that take you to a place you never knew existed. Sometimes films that are just entertaining. Now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. We hope that when you listen to us, you walk away with a new idea, a new perspective, or at least you have a good time. Are you not entertained? Oh, man. You know what, Dougie? What? I'm pretty proud of that intro. I think we should give the writer a raise. (laughs) (laughs) What is two times nothing if we double his pay? Still nothing. Um, Never that good. That, of course, was our best, uh, what what do you call it when you... uh, Imitation. Yeah, Yeah, improv. Our best improvisation as an impersonation of Emma... I want to say Watson, but it's not Emma Watson. No, that would be someone else. It's Emma Emma Thompson. Thompson. Yes. Yes. Uh, In Mindy Kaling's Late Night, uh, which is the movie we are reviewing. Yes. And uh, I call it Mindy Kaling's Late Night because she's credited as the writer. Which is sort of funny because in the movie, she is the writer. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She knows her subject well. Yes. Yes, she's been a she's been in TV a long time. That Mindy Kaling, uh, yeah, and she, and I'm not that familiar with her work, but uh, I know I, she was in The Office. Yes, that was kind of like her. I wouldn't say kind of her breakout, but like yeah. it was like the first thing I recognized her. Right, in. right. And then she came up with her own show after The Office. The ended, Mindy Kaling, the Mindy show. Kaling Project, or yeah. the Mindy Project. Yeah, uh, which I watched a few episodes of and was not a huge fan. Yeah, I did. I have to admit to not having seen it. Um, it was kind. Of, it was quirky. It was kind of. It was an. It was an office. Yeah. Not repeat, but a spinoff kind of. It wasn't directly related to the office, but it was that same kind of format where they're in an office, and I don't know if it was a documentary style show. I right. can't remember. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, there's a character yeah. in that show that I really don't find very funny, an actor who's actually in this movie. But who? Uh, his Pray name is tell. Ike Barinholtz. He plays. Well, he has a funny name. He plays a stand-up who's crude, and oh. in the movie, he plays a stand-up 
who is going to take over the late night. That's oh, Ike, right. Ike Barinholtz. Huh. And Did you like him in the movie? He's not an actor I particularly enjoy, but I thought he was he played his part very well yeah. in this movie. He wasn't in it very much. No, yeah. he's a very side sideline character. Right. But right. I, I did end up liking that part, but uh, huh. I imagine we'll get there. Uh, we uh, should. Do you want to get to... Although the way it started, it could be midnight. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to give like a little synopsis? Um, I can give it a shot here, and you can add in if you want. This is a this is a movie about a woman who is a British woman who is a comedian, and she's got a late night show like Colbert and all the rest of them, and she has been very very popular in the past and kind of a uh, more of a dry wit I'd say, uh, and she's kind of losing her spark, and she does not uh, she's. No longer as funny, but it seems like I would say people are afraid to tell her that, mm-hmm. and they're afraid to try to challenge her for her image. Her image is really suffering. Uh, she's got uh, all male writers, uh, and they decide for diversity purposes to hire a female writer. So they, who's played by uh, Mindy Kaling, mm-hmm. and her name in the movie is Molly. Uh, Molly comes on, she's not super well accepted, uh, but then begins to kind of uh, ingratiate herself, I think that's the word, um, with the boss, who is not very nice. No, she's very mean. She's cold, is what she is. Yeah, yeah, cold, that's a good word for it. Uh, And so uh, the movie is about her sort of trying to hold on without really changing her image because she doesn't want to change. She thinks she's great. And at some point, she becomes aware that she really isn't. Yes. Anymore. And then that there's the conundrum. It's not so much that she's isn't great anymore. It's that she's lost all of her la- her luster and she's out of touch, which is the big thing. Yeah. Um, yes. I'd agree. And I would say you mentioned Stephen Colbert and Seth Meyers, Seth Meyers yeah. and stuff like that. I would say the one thing that was a little different, not to pick apart, but the one thing is, is she has been doing this for forty years, right? Um, so she's right. more of like a David Letterman, who's like been on TV for so long, right? That or right. Not, before Letterman, it was Johnny oh, Johnny Carson, Carson yeah, yeah, like these uh, these people. There, it there's a reason that she has the ability to be kind of cold, and she doesn't know any of her writers' names, right? And she hasn't, what the writers have never even set foot in. They've never watched her perform live. Yeah, so so that in all those years, some of them having been there a long time, right? Yeah, and so like not to say that that is an excuse, but it's it's I think it's a little different than somebody like. Stephen Colbert or Jimmy Fallon, who's only been doing this for ten years, right? Um, and their stuff is mostly, f- well, yeah, it's ten years is not a great deal of time in some ways, but yeah, they they their stuff is fresh. And uh, one of the things that she, if I recall, doesn't do a lot of is bring uh, up to date guests on yes, the show. Yes, she's interviewing Paul like politicians and authors of right books that people aren't reading yeah and, and just people are just losing interest her ratings are going down yeah 
and that's part of the plot that they are the the uh, CEO or whatever you want yes. to call her, the boss, kind of wants to get rid of her. Yeah, she definitely. And wants when to I say kind of, I mean really <laughs> wants to right. get rid of her. Um, she's not very pleasant either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so about halfway through, it's kind of switches this gear from like it switches from being Molly's story to kind of uh, what's her name. Uh, uh Catherine. Catherine. Yeah. Um so it kind of I thought I liked that perspective switch. It gave us it kind of kept the story interesting to me. Yes, it did. Uh because it wasn't just about Molly. It starts out being pretty much all about Molly and how she's this diversity hire, which right. is a term they use uh, because especially because this one guy has a younger brother who he was sure was going to get into yeah, right. the new writing yeah, crowd. Yeah, nepotism there. Yep, yeah. nepotism. Um and but they hire her instead, and they 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 kind of hit that nail square yeah. on the head. It's a little hand over fist, but the fact that it switches perspective—not hand over fist, heavy handed. Heavy handed. It's a little yeah. heavy handed, kind of in that department. But I think it really was a really smart move by Mindy uh, as the story progresses to switch the perspective from that whole. Oh, I'm a girl in this right. world of male writers. Right. Uh, not a plight to be laughed at or pushed aside, obviously, but like a little too obvious to mm-hmm. carry the whole movie. But about halfway through, it really switches into like right. a, a, it's a, a respectable job and that she's done with this, the writing on this. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, she's kept it interesting and she did. She kept it interesting and she kept it funny yet not broad <laughs> slapstick. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't just a, outright comedy no it was it's much funny but serious a, it's actually more of a dramedy which i think the trailers do a little bit of a disservice to because i feel like the trailers i watched show it as a, as a comedy right but the comedy, comedy is not the feature the feature is no. the story of this woman who's out of touch right who needs to and it has some funny parts so very you know. funny parts yeah which is kind of funny because <laughs> We've said funny now like a hundred times. You know what? Let's just say it again. Funny. Funny. <laughs> uh, sure, our enjoy our listeners will enjoy that. Yes, <laughs> but uh, but it it's really more the story of this woman who's kind of out of touch, a has been, who's trying to fight for her, you know, existence in this who, world. Who was once wildly popular? If you can, I I believe you can ascertain that Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. she you know she has uh, has had a wide following and i think she believes that she still has that and that there's no reason for her to change and she's also untouchable it feels like she's she's very arrogant yeah you know she 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 does she has a long character arch where she you know changes throughout the film yeah, um, not unbelievably so either. I was just gonna say that she she they do a good job of not changing her too much. She's she's not or too abruptly. Yeah, she's not Scrooge. She doesn't bring around turkeys and things to the office staff, and she doesn't change overnight. She's not visited by three ghosts. You yeah. know, she she yeah. does change though. Her her arc does evolve. I think, it, you know, it really just, it, she gets a little bit of humble pie in the movie at, in a few points throughout the story. And I think it really just kind of knocks her off her horse and is yeah. like, it doesn't ruin or destroy her and it doesn't change her completely. 
Yeah. Because even in her final monologue, you still get tastes of the very first monologue we see. Right. And it's not, you know, she's right. not a different person, but she's no, got a new but perspective. she's changed. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was real. It's one of the best written films, I think, of the year so ah, far. interesting. I really, yeah. oh, put, showing my cards a little bit. A little bit, um, yeah. But yeah, I think I'm, I'm trying not to oversell it because I don't want people to go in thinking it's this. Yeah, here's your six pack, baby. Yeah. Um, I also don't want people going in thinking it's this really emotional drama. No. Uh, it's just a really sweet story about these two women and the world that they live in, and it's yeah. an invitation into their world. Um, with some plot twists I didn't see coming, with some that I did see coming, right, and. Uh, Great performances, especially by Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling. Yes, yes. Um, the other one who does a good job in this is is uh, John Lithgow, who yes. plays Walter. Very, uh, there's a term for it that I can't think of, but he's very low key. He doesn't try. You know, he's John Lithgow. He could kind of eat up a, a scene, but he's yes, not. He he's can. very subtle. He does a great job in this i was gonna mention him he's, yeah he's uh, he's very good he's yeah. really good the, the rest of the characters kind of they don't have a whole lot of screen time and they kind of fade into nothing for me just a bunch of guy writers yeah they were kind of <laughs> archetypal is that the right the right word it doesn't sound right it sounds right well let's just go with it then. okay archetypal <laughs> it doesn't sound we'll look right it up the later way I'm saying it, but we'll in a look different it up. broadcast, we'll, yeah. we'll fix this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I The one writer I thought was really, the only male writer that I really liked was the one with the mustache. Oh, yeah. The, um, one, the one that's kind of helpful to her. The one who's helpful and just kind of like, look, you know, because she's so far in her first few days, all she does is criticize the boss. Right. And says why the show sucks. And the guy's like, and this... And all the writers are just cold to her. Yeah. Um, but there's one writer there who, who he's not particularly kind to her, but he says, hey, they hired you as a writer. If you want to be here, write. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, he, I don't, you know, I don't have his character name. Nah, I, don't, he, I don't remember it either. But he, he did a nice job. He was I mean, really good. I like the character too. I also like the fact that uh, he was kind of the anti frat boy yeah. in the room because yep. like you know because she works at a chemical plant not right. a factory right um and uh <laughs> and she's talking to all these guys who went to harvard and yale as you know for comedy and stuff like that and he's right she's like kind of talking about how how oh how they're so educated and stuff like that and he's like well just so you know i dropped out of high school and worked on the docks huh. like in the fishing in, in fishing docks for 10 years before I came here kind of thing. And so uh, like, I, I, th I just thought that that was an unnecessary element for them to include. But to me, it really widened out that whole group of male right. writers. I right. felt like it seemed like even though they didn't expressly go into each of their stories, it just added right, and a I'm glad little they didn't. bit. No, yeah, it, it was not necessary, but it, but it, for me, it did add just a little bit of, uh, width yeah. to that group yeah. of guys so um, i thought that was good uh what else what, what what else are you thinking about it 
Well, I thought, you know, I don't think it's been highly acclaimed, but uh, I thought it was a pretty good movie, actually. Um, I I was entertained. <laughs> um, she's, she's built, she's a, a very good actress. Uh, and Which one? Uh, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's, her character, even though it's pretty off, is, is actually pretty quite believable she's yes for the most part's not over the top where it could no. have gone no she's not like you said mentioned she's not scrooge yeah she's not some weaponizing like she's she's cold yeah she's above everybody else she's, she's cold and arrogant is what she is yep that's very true but there are lots of people like that yeah and there really are there are lots of people like that that aren't even super famous people yeah like <laughs> yeah and and sometimes when you have that in a movie that the actor t- uh, takes it over the top just yeah and, and it makes it you, you go well i don't believe that right but yeah you oh so sure much, that's not how it's it would not be so much that she's just you, i don't believe that it's just like you just watch it and you're like nobody in this world that's exactly like right that. nobody's like that yeah um especially yeah that Especially have, a successful person. Right. They're successful for a reason. Even if right. they're arrogant. Yes. They have something there. You know, something and she did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Funny. Point. Uh, not poignant, but touching at points. Um, I did. I really liked John Lithgow's performance. It's such yeah, a small aspect of the film. It's not like he doesn't but get really... a whole lot to do. But the scenes he does, he's so supportive and uh, and you know, he does what the script calls for him to do, and he does it so and no well. more. And no, yeah. yeah, he's just very much a really great John Lithgow performance. Yeah, kudos to him. Especially when you see him in other things like Daddy's Home 2. Right, that, yeah. That's what you were talking about, where he can be so over the top. Yeah, and um, he can be quite funny. And he's you know, funny in that movie. Yeah. Um, he, you know, yeah, that's exa- that's that's the kind of thing I think about him in other movies. Where yeah, or even he, his like, oh, it's Sean Lithgow. Isn't that isn't he Harry in the Hendersons? <laughs> oh, I don't remember. I think he's probably. Harry. It, or yeah, he's not Harry, but he's Mister Henderson. Right, and that's kind of a goofy eighties yeah comedy. Yeah, um, you know, you have characters who are always kind of similar no matter what part they're playing. But he can be he, kind he of was, a crazy villain too in certain yes, things. But yes, yeah, he's exactly. just really soft and no this. it was very, very mellow. good um things you didn't like about it you want to touch on them or uh worth mentioning or not no you know i didn't find a lot objectionable um it's not a blockbuster uh but do you have things that you didn't like why don't you go first, and I'll try to think of something to yeah, dump I, on. I, I think we kind of touched on it. Uh, there was, you know, there are messages in movies all the time, in pop culture all over the place. There are messages in art, uh, in this one specifically, the diversity and like the, the women in comedy or like that women are equal pay that kind of thing right um and 
I thought that some of the dialogue was a little over the top, a little heavy handed in that department towards the beginning. Uh, And I kind of was, so like that first part, I kind of didn't have a great taste in my mouth. Right. Not that I'm opposed to any of those messages. No, not at all. when When a movie is so blaringly, like trying to give you a message yes i can't think of a better term than heavy-handed when it's so much like look in case you didn't know we're talking about equal pay in this movie right they might as well have had a subtitle there yeah um (laughs) but uh, and again it can be a great message it could be a message i'm completely for well yeah but when i feel when i feel like the 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 movie makers think i'm stupid to where they make it so really blunt point it and out. obvious. I almost get maybe a little offended. Like I it's, can, I know what this movie's about, and I agree with it. Until you just are like hitting me in the head with it, it's like right. I get it. Right. Now, with all that being said, we I kind of touched on it. Oh, I said it. Yeah, <laughs> take a drink. Tonight we're both drinking coffee. Yes. Um, I, I I mentioned it already. The twist, not twist, the turn in perspective from going from Molly's story to Catherine's story really saved that aspect. Uh, that relationship right. became the center, the center focus, the focal point of the film, and so it be kind of it came less of a fish out of water, woman in a man's world movie. Right, and so right, I didn't like love that right at the beginning, but I thought it saved it. Yeah. Um, the one thing I, I thought of as you were speaking is that I, I'm not a big fan of the, the idea that uh, when Mindy comes into the room and they, they you know, they're, they, the, the scenes where they're all together, that all the other writers look stupid. They, they look pretty incapable to me. And that seemed a little far-fetched. I mean, they've been writing shows for her forever. And they seemed, they seemed, they seemed a little over the top, kind of moronic, I guess, to me, for you know writers. Well, yeah, I would, I would agree with that, except for the fact that like that was kind of the premise of the show failing was yeah. that it wasn't up to date, it wasn't clever anymore, right? And then when they do, well, and I think part of it was also the fact that Catherine wasn't listening to their good ideas because once they start yeah, actually true. giving ideas. And developing them, it's like, oh, this is a good idea. It's not quite there yet, but let's get it where it needs to be. And they end up doing some of the the, the one writer who's got that kind of low voice, kind of a doofy voice. I can't remember his name. <laughs> I can't. He's either. got the long hair, right? He's a little bit bigger, uh, longer hair, and he's yeah. They eventually come around, but my point was. You probably wouldn't have a group of writers that was that dumb in the first place. If you yeah. did, they wouldn't have been around. I, you know, it's it's right, a really minor young. point. Yeah, yeah. But no, like, well, uh, and that was my nobody. Point too. Nobody lets her sit down. You know, and there's yeah. There was that. That was kind of what I was talking that's about. That's Frank's chair where she sits on the sits trash on the garbage can. And, can. I, I mean, you know? I laughed. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't but, laugh. I didn't think that was particularly funny. No, it wasn't offensive to me. Sitting There's on that. garbage cans isn't funny. 
I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, you asked me what I didn't like. And honestly, there's, for me, there's not a lot about this show that I don't like. I I would recommend it. You heard it here first. A Dougie approved and recommended. I know. Those don't happen often. No. Lots of times you approve. But you don't recommend. Yeah. And sometimes you recommend. Well, I mean, you well, very I mean, rarely it's not do you like, recommend. Yeah. It's not like I'm saying drop everything and go watch this film. No, but yes, you but are. But I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find it uh, offensive or, or it, it didn't bother me. Uh, it's an interesting. It's an interesting movie. I thought. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, why don't we write? Why don't we rate? Late night. She's coming back. She's coming back. Don't push coming me. Back. Don't push me. Uh, 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 you are so Who are you? I'm Molly. Mm-hmm. I'm a new writer. You want to sit down? Okay. That's for metal sentence. Could you sit down, please? Oh, I'll just use uh, this trash can. There's, you know, there's hardly any trash in it at all. Oh, it's kind of comfortable. Better than a chair. That's our show, everyone. I came to tell you this year is your last. What? They can't replace you if everyone loves you. Do none of you understand what is at stake here? I am being replaced. Think about why the show is bad and come up with ways to fix it. I wish I was a woman of color so I could just get me a job I want. We talked about this. You can't say that. I know what everyone thinks of me, but just because I was lucky enough to get this job doesn't mean I'm stupid enough to lose it. What exactly is wrong with my bits? You're a little old and a little white. What can I do about that? I have some jokes for the monologue. I shouldn't do this in an English accent, should I? No. Watch me! This is your show. It's an expression of... So I'm going to go first. You go first. I'm not going to rank it super high, but uh, because it's not not a classic, uh, it's not... Uh, you can't see, but he's shaking his head at his father. How rude! <laughs> so I'm gonna ra- I'm gonna rate it a four. <laughs> That's pretty high. It's only two away from a perfect five. Oh, I four <laughs> plus two is a six. Okay. Just to point that out, but I know what you're saying. You could go four and a half. It's or five. I think That's it's a four. Um, That's. R- Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, you're funny. No, that's, that's just funny because you're like, I'm not going to rate it super high, but I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the highest rating you've given out this year. Uh, agree to disagree. I can't remember. We'll have to look back we'll in the look archives. Back, but, uh, or the listeners will tell us because I'm sure yeah. that we've got lots of listeners who know every single thing we've ever said. Uh, oh, I know. They'll, they'll email uh, us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm... I might be fairly so oh, end game. You gave at least a five, but is that the one you were holding in your pocket? Cause you knew <laughs> I'll uh, pull that one out other than end game. I think this might be your first four or was, at, was at, game night this year. No, that was last oh, year. Oh man. Uh, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, what are you going to rate it? It's just funny. Just Cause like, stop this berating just, of your father. <laughs> can I pretend to be you for one second without you being offended? <laughs> I doubt it, but go ahead anyway. It's for the entertainment of our audience. I'm not going to rate this movie very high because she sat on a garbage can. Four out of five! (laughs) Is that your imitation of me? 
guess I didn't have to change my voice that That's much. Right. But um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's it's funny. That's just, a six. Just funny because I'm giving it a four and a half. Okay, fair enough. Which is one step away from a perfect Yeah, well, you really overrated it. <laughs> it's just so funny because, yeah. uh, anyways, it's just funny to me. Our okay. listeners are probably That's bored. really funny. <laughs> okay, Dougie. We're enjoying this podcast a whole yes. lot more than anybody else will. <laughs> That's how it always but you works know what? out. <laughs> That's true. Okay. All right. Dougie. Segment time. Ooh. We didn't talk about a segment. No, but we well, should do one, right? Well, absolutely. Let's okay. go for it. One brew, two. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so, Dougie, it's yeah. time for the one brew, two. One brew, two. This is where if you liked... T-W-O. If you liked Late Night, we're going to recommend two other films ah, that very good. you might like. Or... If we, if you haven't seen Late Night yet, but you like or love a couple of the ones we mentioned, you might want to go check out Late there Night. There you go. Uh, yep. So you go first. All right. So I, I do you want to go one at a time? Yeah, or? you okay. go one all first, right, and I'll right. do one first. So it doesn't have to be in like a order of the right, number one. Right. Just these are just so the films. one that came immediately to mind was the Devil Wears Prada. Ugh. That did not come to my mind, but that is a great movie. I love that movie. Yeah. That was one that my wife wanted to see, and I had zero interest in it. Ah. Even though it's Meryl Streep and Anne Hathaway, and I think Emily Blunt is in there, too, who I love. Yeah. Uh, Amazing performances by them. Yeah, right. But similar in some ways, and different enough to be fun to watch too. yeah well yeah it could be a great double feature uh it's you know it's it's a not it's also about these women these powerful women yeah um yep and what Anne hathaway is in a is in the mindy kayleen role kind of because she doesn't really belong at this high fashion magazine right right or it's a clothes clothes designer yes the, the yes she's she's kind of a long time since i've seen it yeah yeah me too Man, that's a I, that um, I didn't go there at all, but what a great pick! So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my second one now, which will leave you some options. Okay, I'm gonna pick a comedy called Nine to Five. Nine to Five has got three. It's a total comedy, but it also is kind of a workplace comedy with a which is really quite funny. Uh, very. Uh, enjoyable to watch although it's been a very very long time since i saw it. i have never seen it well you should watch it at least once yeah nine to five it's not one that you'd watch a a number of times let me see that is jane fonda i'm doing this without a phone folks very good jane fonda and lily tomlin yep and one more I don't remember the third one. Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Dolly Parton, who I often think can't really act much. Yeah. And in this, she's pretty silly, but... Uh, it's kind of a silly comedy, right? It is a silly comedy, but it's it's pretty funny and, and one that might inspire you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not okay to tie up your boss, by the way. <laughs> just, just mention that. 
<laughs> How about your two? Well, I haven't seen it, so I'll get okay. that reference, and in a few you weeks will. after I do see it, I'll come yes, back you and will. laugh. Uh, okay, so I've got two here picked. Uh, one, I kind of went the exact opposite way of this movie. Yeah. Because of instead of a young, uh, instead of a young female who's brought into uh, the man's world, I went with an old man who was brought into this younger woman's oh. world. I think I know where you're going, but I'm not quite sure. Also starring Anne Hathaway. Yeah. This is The Intern. Yes. With uh, Denzel, or not Denzel, Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. And Robert right. De Niro plays this 70-year-old grandpa-type young guy who yes. walks into the world of Anne Hathaway, who is like this young, up-and-coming CEO. Kind right. Of, it's not necessarily like a Google, but it's super high-tech type and office isn't, place. Isn't it also a, a diversity hire? Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, well. Oh, that's a good call, Kevin. I hadn't a, thought of that one. Oh, man. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Uh, and then my, my second one, I went with... Uh, I went along more along the lines of the the comedy yeah. focus, not the comedy as in like the movie's a comedy. This one is also a dramedy, but it's called Don't Think Twice, huh. uh, and it's about a group of improv comedy actors oh. in I think it's in New York. They're all trying to get on SNL. Um, it stars uh, Keegan Michael Key, uh, Jillian. Something from Community, uh, Kate Mercucci, uh, Mike Berbiglia. Are you just making these names up? <laughs> it kind of sounds like, I, wow, all the names I said, except... Bibi la Lebula. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's, uh, it's a little bit harsher than... As far as, like, language right. um, goes. Right. But it's still... It's very sweet. It's very touching. Um it's it's actually pretty powerful. It's there's a couple of tear jerk moments in Don't Think Twice. Hmm. Um, the only di- the the difference is none of them are successful. Oh. Uh, they're all struggling comedians trying to get where this woman is. Right. So it's kind of like a it, it would be an interesting double feature just because of like this is one at the end of her rope and this is one at the very beginning. So I, right. I think it'd be a good double feature. And I love the movie. Uh, it's huh. really good. Don't think twice. Don't think twice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there you have it. There are your four, your one brew, two options. Uh, if you've seen those movies and like them, check out Late Night. If you haven't seen any of those movies but you liked Late Night, check them out. Absolutely. And you can always just let us know what you think. Uh, what else you got, Dougie? Anything else? No, I don't think so. Uh, that was a. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We might need to go back. <laughs> I don't really have anything oh, else. Well, that's good. That's yeah, good. Uh, yeah. You can always tweet at us your thoughts. Your uh, tweet us if you liked any of the movies we mentioned. What your thoughts on Late Night were. If you agree or disagree, you can tweet us at One Brew Over. You can tweet us at The Old Man and Da Brew. D A Brew. You can email us, onebrewover at, e- at gmail.com. Go to our website. Check us out on Instagram. And uh, 
tell a friend if you like the show if you like movies or if you have a friend who likes movies uh, and you listen to the show because you're friends of ours uh, let them know it'd be great to get some new listeners we are uh, always looking for feedback and just uh, happy to be here and do this yep let us know well thank you for listening to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest just a number to you mm-hmm. is that okay or no over the top mm-hmm. oh yeah it's over the top the whole, i'm uh. speaking in a british accent oh, yeah. a <laughs> british accent um <laughs> yeah i said we're gonna record this this is okay. good stuff right. this will All be right. an outtakes i'll bleep oh, it of boy. course <laughs> <laughs> <Beep>. <laughs> okay